0: All right! All right! All right! All right! All right! All right! Welcome back to this week's special edition of the Torah Podcast. Baruch Hashem, the channel, the Torah Podcast, the Torah Chachma Umusar channel has been uh, growing exponentially. It's seen a lot of bracha and atzlacha. Baruch Hashem, with the help of Hashem, it's been terrific, and I've even gotten to meet some of y'all. So please, if We haven't been in touch yet. Please reach out. So many of the chidushim of pshat or a new idea comes from all of the different listeners that have their own shilas, their own questions, and then I try to research them and we come out with some truth and everybody gains. So please reach out on WhatsApp, 757-679-4497. And it's this week that we are treated to courtside seats, a front row seat to a Midos masterclass. We get to watch a tzaddik Avram Avinu handle some of the hardest things that a person could go through. We get to see what the right responses are to different life situations. We get to watch the way a tzaddik deals with tragedy, God forbid, when Avram's trying to find a burial plot for Sarah at the beginning of our parasha. We get to watch how a tzaddik carries out business when he is negotiating with Ephron. We are privy to what a tzaddik is looking for when he's trying to marry off his son. What is important in a prospective match in a shidduch? And we get to learn the necessary preparations one should make before he leaves this world after 120. So today I want to explore one specific nikuda, one small piece of the Midos that we see from Avram Avinu. And without question, the most dominating theme of our Parsha is Avram Avinu's search, or specifically his send-off of Eliezer, his trusty servant, to go find a spouse for Yitzchak. So it seems like specifically midos when you're looking for a shidduch and what's important. So as we begin to explore this, I want to begin by saying that all of the tire that we have here today on this podcast should go up and beseech Hashem be a merit that any person that needs a shidduch should find it. It should come very, very soon. And they should be to build a and live happily ever after. And with that, Let us begin. There's something different about what Avram's looking for in a shidduch for his son and what we normally look for when we're looking for a perspective match. We normally ask about somebody's midos. Is he a mensch? Is she a sweet person? Are they giving people? And we kind of take for granted, you know, do they believe in God? Like, do they learn Torah? How is their mitzvah adherence? To the point that we might not even ask the question. And it's odd that if you're Medaik, the psukim well, seemingly Avram Avinu doesn't even tell Eliezer to search after somebody who's God-fearing, who even is Jewish, who even believes in God, or has discovered God. In fact, Eliezer's only barometer for the match is someone who is willing to give water to me and to the camels and understands what chesed is and what giving is. That's fitting for a shidduch. But what about, does she even believe in God? Is she even jewish That all seems unimportant as long as she has good midos. And perhaps one answer is, from one day to the next, our imuna fluctuates. We believe strongly one day, and then the next day we kind of lose faith. It's that our ideals and beliefs can ebb and flow, and belief in God can be taught and shown. But midos, they're a bit more hardwired into us. They're harder to change. And Rabbi Yisrael Salanter famously said that it's easier to finish all of Shas, all of Gemara, it's easier to do that than it is to even change one Mida, one character tree. Be it as it may, midos and chesed and how a person acts his Derek Eretz is clearly what Avram cares about in a Shidduch. So we know that midos are important. Now there's something else odd about this parasha. We find the longest perak in all of Torah is this idea, this narrative of finding a shidduch. The psukim seem to keep going and going, repeating the same story from two or three different angles. And we know that Rabbi Yekiva was darshaning halachos from the mere crowns of letters. And here we have seemingly redundant extra psukim that just keep going and going. Even the Gemara tells us the world was created with a hey, with one letter. And here... We have so many letters, so many psukim, all seemingly about something that may not need to be elaborated upon so greatly. So it must be that there's a lot to know here. There's a lot to unpack, and there's a lot to learn about midos. So midos are important. It was the only thing Avraham Avinu cared about in the Shidduch. And also, there's clearly a lot to learn. I want to take the time to debunk one myth about Midos, and to bring to the forefront of our our minds how the Rambam explains what proper Midos are, and to explain the concept a little bit. And this Rambam can be found in Hilcho's Deos, Perek Aleph, Halacha Dalad. A person should seek to find the balance, the midos equilibrium for each Mida that he has. To find that middle ground in a Midah, to not be too ascetic or too lustful. Not too calm and not too amped up, but the perfect middle. As humans, we tend to grab onto the good and push away the bad. And we assume that if there's a mida called simcha, so let me go all in on simcha. If there's a mida called anivus humility, let me go all in and become the biggest un But Rambam tells us that's not the way. The way is to find that 50-50 ground, that perfectly balanced middle ground in Midos. Always besimcha, yet also, on the flip side, focused and serious. And the question is, why is that? Why is this how good midos is done? And continues the Rambam in a couple halachos later, why this is. <laughs> The prophets would give names to Hashem for his midos. Erech, Apayim, Verav, Chesed, Tzaddik, Vyashar, Tomim, Gibor, Vyachazak, the Kyotzaben, all the different names that they would give to Hashem's attributes. Lahodiah, to show. She'eludrachim, Tovim, because these are the good paths. Vyasharim, that are straight, that are balanced, that are in the middle. Him. Vyachayiv, Adam, Lahanhig, Atzmo, Bohen, Ula and we are obligated to mimic Hashem in his ways as much as humanly possible. To become godlike. And when you break it down and you study the world, you realize how balanced everything is, how balanced the Abishters' midos are. The Mesiel's Yesharm explains that if Hashem is a Rachum, who's always a merciful father giving us time to do tshuva, how can he also be a God of din, a God of justice, a God who punishes the wicked. And there's paragraphs on paragraphs from the Ramchal explaining why everything is perfectly balanced and MS and straight. And the world that Hashem created, we know that if it was an inch closer to the sun, it would burn, and if we were an inch further, it would freeze. There's a proton for every neutron, and everything is perfectly balanced. Hashem's midos are perfectly balanced, perfectly MS, perfectly just, and the world is the same. Everything, kechot ha in total equilibrium and balance. And we must strive to mimic that in our midos. When giving tzedakah, of course, everyone's going to say that charity is a great thing to do and a great midah and a great mitzvah, but there's a halachas you can't give away more than a certain amount. You can't give away all of your assets and not be able to support yourself. There's a middle target area of the amount a person should give away to tzedakah. There's a very, very subtle line between confidence and arrogance. There's a mida called shiftless, called anivas, and there's a mida called godless, a mida called I am a confident person and get in the way of my Torah and my mitzvos, and I'm not happy because I'm a godal and it's important to me, the tire that I'm going to learn and the mitzvahs that I'm going to do. Insult me and I won't care because I'm a confident person and your insults don't mean anything. And that's also learned from Hashem, as we say in V'yitay Lecha Amatzei Shavus. In every place that you find Hashem's godless, you find Hashem's anivas. But there's a midah from Hashem that we learn called godless. And anger, the worst thing. Why would Hashem create us with anger, with this horrible midah that gets us into trouble all the time? Except there's also a time and a place for a father to show anger to his son outwardly to teach a lesson. Or a Rebbe to a Talmud. There's a perfectly middle balanced area to every. Mida. But I want to be clear about this. It doesn't mean in moderation. I don't think that's the shot. Everything should be done at full speed, using it to the fullest extent, but not a hair's breadth into another Mida's territory. Fully maximizing kas, anger at the right times, but not encroaching upon peace and shalom even by a hair's breath Fully being besimcha all the way but not encroaching upon yira of Hashem, even a hair's breadth, maximizing each midah and finding that midos equilibrium. And these are constantly shown to us throughout this parsha, Examples of how a person should conduct himself in every single mida. And when I read a book about public speaking, the last chapter was about how to get action. How to try to get your message across so that somebody will take your point and actually change themselves. And the lesson is always the same. The way to do this is to appeal to the motives that get people to act. And when it comes to medos, there is no greater motive to get people to act than it's for your own benefit. Maximizing and controlling one's medos is the ultimate benefit to a person. Let me explain. Gaiva... Haughtiness destroys businesses. If a person is a haughty person because of a business deal that he's done or because of some asset that he has, well, now that he feels haughty about it, he's going to feel like he's already done it. He's going to feel good about himself, and that drive, that work ethic might fade. And this isn't my tire. This is how the Rambam finishes that same halacha. Somebody who goes on this balanced path of Midos, Tova Ubracha He brings himself good and blessings. So there is no greater reason for a person to perfect his Midos than for his own pleasure, his own goodness, his own bracha. Good Midos, perfection of character brings success. Bad Midos, God forbid, destroys businesses, destroys relationships, and pulls away Bracha. Study this parsha in depth. Go through every one of the psukim and understand what lesson is Avram and the Torah trying to teach me in my Midos. Where can we maximize our Gaiva, our Gevura, our Kas, mitos that we tend to think are just totally Ra, where can we maximize them? And how can we also hold them back from encroaching upon our Chesed, our Teira, our Amelos? With enough effort and enough prayer, may it be Hashem's will that we are able to overcome those bad mitos, but to maximize those Midos and to maximize all the good Midos. And in that merit... May toiva and bracha be showered upon all of us and anyone who needs a shidduch should have come bimhera b'yamenu very, very soon.